My name is Stephen Layton and I know this because I scored that goal. I never ever tire of watching that goal. Um, yeah, that was recorded yesterday when I was at the Stadium of Light where we drew one all with Man Manchester United um, and seemed like a good idea for an intro this week. So, yeah, trying to mix it up, keep it interesting and fresh for me more than anything. So, hope you enjoyed it. Um, so, another very special coffee uh, and another very special weekend in my mug history. Um, but next week's, I've been planning for around about six months. Um, and I just can't wait to share it with you. It's something I've been wanting to share for ages. Um, if you're not a subscriber and you are thinking about it, this week is the week to subscribe. Um, if you don't take this opportunity now, I know that if I was a viewer and I was watching, I'd be kicking myself next week. So I look forward to seeing a, a numerous amount of In My Mug subscriptions this week. But it is going to be something really, really special, just as the last few weeks have been really, really special. Um, so anyway, without further ado, let's dive into the comments. And um, the first comment is from Gaz Whitley. And Gaz, it's been ages. I'm really pleased to hear from you. I hope, you, hope you're well, mate. Um, bad Colin, bad Colin. He was a naughty Colin last week. Um, Andy Moggs uh, posted, who's Andy's a really regular poster and a really good friend as well. Um, just caught up on the In My Mugs uh, I missed while I was away walking. And Andy did a coast-to-coast -coast walk that I was following the whole time on Twitter. Uh, just tucked into the jailbreak and it was stunning, surprisingly hard to get great coffee when walking from one side of the country to the other. So having jailbreak was welcome for me when I got home. That's awesome, Andy. Good stuff. Colin Moody. Woke up a bit early this morning so I could catch the post before I uh, made the morning V60. Wow, this coffee is fantastic. Gentle, creamy, milky chocolate with cherry. But then when it's hot, uh, slowly... Befuddling apple emerges and disappears along with some spice. Maybe I'm just hungry and need to make some breakfast, but this coffee uh, had me thinking of cherry danishes and apple pie. Lovely, lovely coffee, and I can't wait to see what you have in store over the next couple of weeks. I love the fact, Colin, that you got up early to watch in my mug. Um, that, that, that's awesome. Uh, and as you can see, he's, uh, it makes me smile. Uh, Colin Morgan. It's been a, it's a week of Collins. That's two Collins and Colin who was on last week. Good... Good Colin, bad Steve. Uh, great coffee, agree with you on the acidity, Steve. Definitely a huge range of flavours on this one. And it is, that El Bosque is just such a complex coffee. Um, so many lovely emails as well as comments about it. And I know that it's really gone down well. Um, and always does. Uh, Jason Coffee, uh, oh, great intro and outro, Colin. Uh, love the iPad case. Yeah, my new iPad case, it's cool. Um, uh, the Brewing Guides rocked my face off. Well, thank you, Jason. That's really kind. Uh, animation and artwork has been done by some uh, friends that are based in Stafford, um, and it's been kind of like a, a joint project. We've kind of come in with a lot of ideas and a lot of what we wanted, and they've gone away and made it happen, which has been fantastic. Uh, Green Apple, I like minerality in my mineral water. <laughs> Great episode. Glad to hear you've been finding such killer coffee lately. And you know, Jason, we have been extremely lucky with the coffees that we've been finding. I am, I am truly blessed with the, uh, the coffees that we have. Mark, I've uh, been trying all week to work out exactly what I tasted in the cup. 
Best I came up with was fruit Danish pastry like Colin above. Uh, it, it's a warm, comforting coffee in that respect. That's super. On the grounds, I got chocolate and a fairly powerful sweetness, but I did not get too much chocolate in the cup. That's cool. Uh, coffee has highlighted something I've been thinking and feeling for weeks. Buying pre-ground, like my subscription is, does not work. The only chance you have of nailing any form of descriptors uh, is the very first mug. Uh, after that, you can taste, or at least I can, the degrading coffee. So I need to persuade work to buy a grinder or get a subscription for home and I can judge this coffee the way it's meant to be. And Mark, the one thing that is going to make the biggest difference to your coffee forever, anything, anything that you buy is a grinder. A grinder is always going to make a huge, huge difference. So, um, Mark, get a grinder. Barry Graham, I've been subscribing for five weeks and so far there have been some of my favourite coffees in my five years of roasting. <laughs> I thought the Alaska was going to be a one-off, but then the standard has been set considerably high. I also find the way you present the video very enjoyable and gives an extra dimension uh, to the enjoyment of the new bean. Barry, I love you. That's really kind. This week's Guatemalan was no exception. Once again, very complex chocolatey sweetness coming through, pleasant grape acidity. Uh, I was drinking Americano uh, so far and look forward to seeing it as a straight espresso. Uh, I found it useful a week or two ago when you showed a picture of your roast colour on the blog. Uh, which was a handy comparison against my roast, and I will get back to doing that, I'm sorry. I should do it, I just forget things. I, I, I'm, I'm a klutz. Uh, really enjoying my mug, keep up the good work. Barry, thank you. Really, thank you, thank you. Uh, Roland, uh, Roland says, really enjoyed, the Roland Glue, sorry, we have two Rolands, I need to say which one. Uh, really enjoyed the coffee, cooked it on Saturday, and got great, lots of sweetness, brown sugar to me, almost treacle-like, I can go with those descriptors all day long, mate especially on the dry grounds, really juicy, but struggle to pin down the acidity and juiciness. You know, the acidity in this one, for me, is so complex, it can be seen as many, many different things. So, sorry about the rain, by the way, the noise. It's raining here quite strong, and whenever it rains in here, it echoes. Since then, a cold has struck and continue to enjoy the coffee, even if my taste buds are dead. Oh, that really sucks. Uh, really good in all methods, particularly enjoyed it in the ear brick. Uh, um, oh, and always glad to see Colin. Good beard too. Colin's serial killer beer was something quite scary last week. Now I'm not copying it, by the way. I just haven't had a shave for a couple of days. Um, Daniel Thomas, thanks for another great blog uh, and coffee. A contrast to last week's, calling it more down to earth makes it sound worse than last week's, but I don't mean that. Daniel, I know exactly what you mean with that one. For me... The La Illusion is a coffee that is a very special coffee and it's just stunningly different to anything else. Um, El Bosque is much more, although it has lots of complexity, it's much more of a drinking coffee, you know. It's a coffee that I, I've become almost too familiar with because I've forgotten how good it is because it's just there and it does a great job. So yeah, I, I, I agree with you on that. Uh, I drank and enjoyed without analysing the flavour. This week's, as you say, it's one to think about while drinking. Yeah. And, and you do need to, it, it, if you don't, it, you really miss, miss something. I can pick up most of the descriptors quite easily with this one. Quite a bold coffee and most enjoyable. Daniel, perfect comment to finish time. Thank you very, very much. Right, so this week's uh, is something a little bit different again. Um, in fact, before I tell you anything about it, I'm going to whap you on pause. I'm going to show you the ad break. And then when you come back, they'll be making some espressos and some cappuccinos. So uh, I'll be back in just a moment.
Right, so I'm back. Um, I hope you enjoyed that little interlude. Another great piece of work by the guys that we've been working with on the video. Um, lots of other little things planned in the future, but I'm kind of expecting a little bit of a break for a while because we have been absolutely killing it and, and it's been a huge piece of work. So, um, But well worth it, I think you'll agree. Um, you know, it's fun. A little bit of fun. And that's what we like it has been, it's a little bit of fun. So, um, the idea of doing this blend uh, came from the old Cup of Excellence blend that we used to have. So like a premium high-end coffee with some very special coffees that together will give you a very complex and, and, and kind of interesting taste. Um, sometimes a little bit difficult uh, to, to get right. Um, you know, and, and, and that was the kind of thinking that we needed that space filling. Um, this is part of kind of like an ongoing improvement that I've wanted to do to the blends for a long time. Um, I think for a long time with blends, we kind of took our eye off the ball a little bit. And I really wanted to address that because I love blending. I love being able to show people my blends. And, and this seems like a really great way of doing it. And we have got plans for another two blends coming up over the next six, eight weeks. Um, and also a revamp of the breakfast bomb as well. So exciting times. But anyway, back to this one. Um, so, yeah, this, this one was kind of a, a, an idea that I've been having for a long time and it all relied around Alaska coming, uh, the El Salvador Alaska that we did in episode 95. Um, I wanted Illusion and Alaska together in a blend and it's always been something I've thought that would work really well um, and, and would bring something to the blend table but, you know, it kind of not been out of the Alaska, ruled it out. But before I go into those things, let, let me talk about the percentages of it. So you've got El Salvador La Illusion, which is 40% of the blend. You know this is a coffee I love. Go back to episode 97 just to see how much I love this, this coffee. Grown by Ernesto Mendez in Santa Ana. Um, Kick-ass blend. Kick-ass, sorry, single origin. Um, full of acidity, full of complexity. Uh, just love it. Absolutely adore it. Also the one where the cascara came from that we talked about recently as well. So, um, great relationship with Ernesto. Um, who also gave us the next component, which is the El Salvador uh, Finca Alaska, uh, grown by Ernesto Mendez, grown in the Santa Ana uh, region, a mixture of red and orange bourbon. Um, fought and fought and fought to get this coffee ever since we had it in a, as a cup of excellence coffee. Was one of the original components in the cup of excellence blend. See where this is going? <laughs> um, and also, uh, those two coffees together was the first time I managed to put them together was with Colin Harmons, who we had on last week, uh, blend for his WBC performance this year. Although the illusion was last crop and this crop. So when the new crops came, the first thing I did was put them both together and try them. And it kind of disappointed me. It wasn't quite the same as the La Illusion from last year and the La Illusion from you know, this year. It wasn't bad, but I don't know whether it was rose-tinted spectacles looking back at how much I love that blend. And for me, Colin's blend was one of the best blends that we'd ever done. Um, I was super proud of it. But it, it needed something else. So for the past three weeks, I've been working, trying to find the missing link in this blend. So instead of having it 50-50, we got, went to 40-40 and brought 20% of something in. 
And I kind of looked around the usual suspects. I was looking at Brazil's. I was looking at a little bit of Guatemalans, other El Salvador's. Things that would calm it down, calm down that acidity, give it a bit of sweetness, kind of make it less zingy, less zesty. Um, and every time I did it, it kind of killed the blend. It just didn't, didn't work. And then as a last gasp, and I mean last gasp, this was decided Wednesday, um, <laughs> that I'd got the new Yoga Chef, which has just arrived, which is on the site now. Um, and I thought, well, let's try it. Let's, let's give it a go. So I whapped in 20% Yoga Chef, thinking this is just going to make it brighter and make it crazier. And it did. But it did it in a really positive way. It kind of, the acidity just became deeper and it just became, it lifted all of the positives of the other coffees up. Um, I can't say particularly I taste lots of the yerg in there, maybe a little bit of the lemon in there because it is a little bit citrusy. Um, but it just brought all the other components up and, and I just thought that's super, super exciting because it's something I wasn't expecting. Um, something you just don't expect to put a brighter coffee in and it just do that. So just shows how little I know about blending um, and how interesting it is to keep experimenting and keep trying and how much work needs to go in a blend to make sure it, it, it's right. So anyway, snozzer in the bowl time. So. On the aroma, you smell the zest, you smell the zing. You smell it, just full of citrus. Um, it's so interesting as a... I mean, three of the coffees that I find the most interesting in aroma are in this blend, so it was always going to please me. I'm going to show you a picture of the rose colour now, um, and you'll see from the rose colour that this is a medium roast, edging towards medium dark, but not quite there. So somewhere in between the two. I need another name, medium, medium, uh, medium, middle, 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 roast, dark, whatever. But you can see from the colour there that no oils, you don't want oils on it. They're all very fine coffees that don't need to be roasty toasty. Um, yep. Yeah. So, show you the new bag. That's going to be the label that's on the bag. Hopefully, subscribers will have it. Uh, again, part of the ongoing improvement to what we're doing is just to make things look a little bit smarter. Um, kicker. Why kicker? Well, the acidity in it for me gives you a little bit of a kicker. Uh, but also, I'm kind of well known for where it can get his leg. Oh, ah, red shoes and red kickers, so it kind of makes it a little bit more Percy personal. Percy personal, I must thank Lawrence for that one. Um, so yeah, that's the whole idea behind these blend names, is to kind of have something fun, uh, but also something I can kind of relate to, and, and you know, names that I like. So, uh, yes. Right, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to make the shots. Uh, I think this is time for one of a Stevie Layton special speed up. Okay, <laughs> so I'm back. Uh, had a few issues at the start there, but 
Um, give you some parameters on what I've brewed here. Um, slightly smaller double dose than I would tend to go for. I've actually gone for 15 grams. Um, that was a 20 second, second, 26 second pour on there. Um, temperature, uh, I can't remember, 122.1 on the boiler. Um, yeah, uh, it tends to work well within a tight set of parameters. Don't updose it. Updosing just makes it too bright and too in your face and just too much. That 15 grams, 16 grams, round about that ballpark is perfect um, and you really want it tight. So dive into the espresso before it gets too cold. Because unlike other people, I like my espresso warm. Personal. So we're all different. Right, so on the front end, you get everything you expect. There's lemon, there's oranges, there's citrus, there's an effervescence. It's bright, it's in your face. It's really, really challenging. Um, but I really like it. I like bright acidity. I like to taste these things time to time. Not always. There are other days I'm going to fall back to jailbreak. On the back end, I've been getting this a lot on espresso recently, and I don't know whether it's just I, I, I'm become very sensitive to it, but it's like a little bit of a licorice-y kind of taste on the back end, which is really, really pleasing. It doesn't make your eyeballs pop out with its acidity. What it does do, it gives you a... It gives you acidity, it gives you depth, and it gives you flavour, without it being too... Which I don't think is a, is a pleasant thing in espresso. Now, this is where I think it really does excel. Because what it manages to do is works with the milk very well. It brings enough flavours to get through that milk. Now, I've only put a single shot in there. And even with a single shot, really taste it coming through. You get that orange citrus. You get that lemonade. You don't get so much of the effervescence, which I guess is the milk just kind of calming it down a little bit. Um, but I really like it. Um, I'm very proud of it as a blend. I'm so pleased that we've managed to try the Yergachev and go with it because I was in two minds whether I wanted to or not. Uh, I, you know, part of me wanted to just send it out as the 50-50, but this just takes it to the next level for me. So, um, listen, I'm going to... Uh, oh, I suppose I should offer a voucher code on this one. Now, this one is a bit pricey because of the ingredients, but I am going to offer a small voucher code below. Um, which I'll give you off the next couple of weeks in the store. I would love you to try it. These blends I'm really proud of, and there's no point making them if I'm not going to, you know, if people aren't going to share them with me. So um, please uh, do give it a whirl. And um, I think it's time to finish. And just remember, life is too short for not scoring goals at Sunderland.